Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Students at the University College Cork have voted to ban the promotion of student race days. No longer going to condone or endorse events involving horse racing or betting on animals. And Asha Woodhouse is the UCC Students' Union president. Asha, why have Cork Students' Union banned race days? Hi, how are you? Thanks for having me on. Um, I suppose the motion, just to give some context, um, so the Students' Union has a number of kind of structures in place um, and we have an elected executive and then we have, so I'm part of the executive, I'm president of the executive um, and then we have a student council. So uh, that's where motions are brought to student council and all students are welcome to attend and we have over 600 elected class reps who are voting right to council. So I suppose there was a group of students uh, mainly involved with the Vegan Society who launched a petition uh, looking to uh, ban, I suppose, the promotion of race day um, amongst UCC students. Um, and then that led to some of the students involved writing a motion and bringing it to um, council, just, a, just as an individual student submitted it. Um, I suppose it was on the basis that we, we already have a mandate in place that we don't support grading racing on the basis that um, I suppose some people have the belief that it's um, abuse, uh, it, like it's a, uh, promotes animal rights abuses, and um, it promotes gambling, etc., things like that. Um, so this policy was put forward kind of on the basis that we have a similar motion in place. Why not just expand it out to horse racing? Uh, was what the kind of spirit of the motion was? Uh, you know that uh, some people have the view that it's inhumane um, and it uh, promotes gambling. Um, so it's around so gambling it and animal welfare. It's it's because of yeah. both of them, and, and it's already in place with, with greyhounds. So was it the actual students of it's a it's a it's a um, a proposal then from the vegan society? So was it the students of of uh, University College Cork who've unanimous, unanimously voted for it? Yeah. So um, it was it wasn't the vegan society who brought the motion to council. We don't allow groups or societies, clubs, or anything like that to bring a motion. It was an individual student wrote the motion, uh, put it forward, and all students are entitled to put forward motions to council, as I said, um, and it was then debated on the council floor. We have, you know, students can speak for it, students can speak against it, and then at the end, there's a vote. Um, so it was passed, uh, it's qualified majority, so 50% plus one is needed to pass any motion brought to council, um, and once once a motion is passed, uh, the executive or, or whatever named officers in the motion are bound by that uh, motion. The executive or myself as president, we don't have any powers bestowed on us to overturn any of those decisions or, or veer away from those decisions. Um, but I suppose it's important to note as well that UCSU hasn't actually uh, promoted or sold tickets or anything like that for, UCSU, uh, for, for race day in court for a number of years. Um, so there's no like race day. You, I mean, they're basically banning something that doesn't happen anyway. Yeah, so it, it used to happen years ago, when I, and I know some other colleges um, in the Munster region uh, do get involved with it, uh, but we haven't for a number of years just because of a lot of... Uh, my understanding, I wouldn't have been on the union at the time, but there was always a lot of uh, issues um, arose around the time. Uh, so the decision was taken a number of years ago just to distance uh, the union's involvement with it. So student okay. race day still takes place. Students can still go if they want to. It's just that the union doesn't facilitate the promotion of it, selling of tickets, etc. Um, you know, so it, it was just, I suppose, students were wanting to have a more concrete position on it because it wasn't right. a concrete position. It was, you know, practice that was starting out of 
um, you know, a number of issues that arose previously. You're not stopping anything, though. It's not like it, it currently takes place once a year or that it's part of a, you know, a rag week or a freshers week or something like that. I mean, it's just that in, in the event it was ever to be brought up again, it can't get the support of, of the college. Yeah, well, right. it can't okay. get the support of the students. Of the, of students, the students' union, union. okay. Yeah, G- of G- the students' union. But Jenna- there's no, there's, there's no, nothing stopping a student in future bringing a motion to council either and, and proposing to overturn it and a vote taking place. You know, we have quite robust democratic structures that allow all students to participate. Yeah. But sure, um, if people want to go to the horse races, sure, they can go anyway. I mean, they don't need to get the approval of the, the students' union in Cork to do it. But anyway, look, let me no, bring in, let me bring in that's Jenna. Not our, that's not our role either. Too. Yeah, let me bring in Jenna as well, uh, Masha, if you don't mind. Stay on the line. Jenna's part of the, the Vegan Society at University of Galway. What's the situation in uh, in Galway, Jenna? Do you support or this motion um, that's been brought in in Cork? Yeah, I think it's great news for Cork uh, to ban the running of horse racing or to ban the promotion of horse racing. Why? Um, well, just from an animal welfare viewpoint, from an ethical viewpoint, um, well, it just comes down to that the horse racing industry is quite a cruel, cruel industry and also... The principle that um, animals shouldn't be used for our entertainment just because we can. <laughs> um, we tend to other other things like other the natural world. So, from like humans put ourselves above others just because maybe we're a bit more cognitively advanced. So uh, I think it's about having empathy for for animals like we're animals too. At the end of the day, so I think it's nice to respect. <laughs> The, the well-being of, of their animals. Okay. Um, the, the horse race day or the student race day, the, it takes place in Galway, doesn't it? Yes. I just came back to college, so I'm not sure what the story is exactly, but yes, it has. Well, I know a lot. I think a lot of the colleges from, from memory certainly do. Um, a, yeah. st- a student day at the races, basically, or something, something called something similar to that. So were you looking for Galway then to bring in a similar position or stance to Cork? Uh it, yeah, uh, it would be great. Cause I assume the student race day is still going ahead here, maybe since the pandemic it stopped. Um, but if, for example, at University of Galway back in January, um, there's a motion put forward to ban the running of pet farms on campus, and it passed out of an animal welfare um, perspective. Do you so have pet farms at the University in Galway? We used to up until January 30th, the motion was put forward and luckily it passed. I want to hear from from people on this today. Do you support UCC's position to ban the promotion of horse race days? Or, I mean, what's your view? Like, if you're a student, actually, and you've maybe recently been to a a student uh, day at the races, I'd like to hear your thoughts on this as well. It's 1800 453 106. This texter says, I think it's a wonderful idea, UCC banning the promotion of race days. My, My own son went to a race day, oh, yesterday in Dublin, actually says this texter. We're trying to stop gambling and these days promote gambling. Um, They're getting them uh, when they're quite young. Well done to the UCC Students' Union, says this listener. David McManus is a counsellor. David is with us on the line. You got in touch about this. David, do you support UCC's stance? I suppose, Andrea, if we listen to the vegans, it'll be the traditional Irish breakfast you banned on campus next due to the obvious cruelty of farming and eating meat. I saw the headline from UCC and I thought it was a joke or a wind-up. Um, this is a vote of the student council. It's not a vote of students. So it sounds like 20 people in a room 
making decisions without any consultation. And I would have thought the students would be more focused on bread and butter issues like cost of living and student accommodation. But if we listen to animal rights activists, they're not interested in animal welfare. They're against the use of all animals in zoos, racing, farming, eating meat. Uh, this is the new normal. But Irish people, by and large, support Irish racing. And Irish racehorses are exceptionally well looked after. What is about the other element that, Asha, you've mentioned too? It's it's around um, gambling too, though. That's that's a big part of the issue here, David. Yeah, well, gambling is regulated, similar to alcohol. I imagine there's bars on campus in UCC and people need to be responsible. Lots of people go racing and never bet. You can bet on lots of other sports. And I suppose we have to take a common approach here towards soccer and GAA and gambling in general. Are you still there, Asha? Yeah, I am. Yeah, do you want to respond to David? Well, I suppose like he's entitled to his opinion. It's, uh, you know, it's just it's something that came through our student council, and I, I, you know, appreciate his criticisms. But our, as I mentioned, like our council is open to all students. I notified, you know, it took place on the twenty ninth of March. I notified all students via all student email as I normally do before student council on the time and place that council was taking place. All students have access to motions. Uh, they're entitled to come, as I said, and speak for or against. So it is a very open and participatory process if students want to get involved. Um, you know, and, and this is the conclusion that students came to, that, that we see the, the conclusion of the student body was that we see gambling as a serious issue. Uh, we think that the government gives too much money to the, to the horse racing industry um, and that there's a number of animal rights abuses. Um, but again, there's, there's, as a student union, we, we represent students of all views and, and we welcome you know, further debate on it in the appropriate forums that we have set up. Um, but this is the position that we've come to at the moment. Okay. And it's my job as president to ensure that we implement that. So it's, it's a combination then, David, of both. It's around animal yep. welfare issues and um, the use of betting on animals as well. I'm not sure what animal welfare issues we're actually talking about here because if you own a thoroughbred racehorse and you don't look after it, it will not win the race. These animals are the best cared for and looked after in the world. These are champion thoroughbred racehorses. So I don't know what welfare issues they're talking about. Aideen, Ural is from the uh, band Blood Sports Group is with us too. Aideen, what issues is it that you're talking about then or you're raising here? About is the number of horses that, that are killed in race courses or that are slaughtered when, when no longer required. Uh, we have figures here which are absolutely sickening, uh, which um, the Department of Agriculture provided to Deputy uh, Paul Murphy in the Dáil recently. Now, since 2016 to 22, 13,484 thoroughbred horses were slaughtered in a Department of Agriculture approved facilities in Ireland. Now, and that's 1,051 in 2022 and 244 to date in this year. That's according, That's the amount of horses that were slaughtered when no longer required surplus to requirements. I mean, that's shocking. That's horrendous. And people should look at that. These are, this is the grim reality. Now, well, what about what about then to, to, to David's point around the uh, the concerns that and the responsibility that thoroughbred owners take with regards to their animals? I'm sure they look after them very well up until the time that they're no longer of any use to them. 
I'm sure they do. I mean, it'd be like looking after your car and maintaining it, you know, until it's a crock. And then you dispose of it. I mean, that's how horses, they're racing machines after all. Are they racing machines, David? Disposed Irish of. race horses enjoy racing. You'll see two horses in a field by themselves going for a race. They enjoy racing. No one can push or force a race uh, a horse to race if it doesn't want to. After racing, Irish race horses can be kept for stud or rehomed privately. They can be rehomed for right. equestrian sport or leisure riding. We have the Irish Horse Welfare Trust with five hundred thousand euro of government support for equine welfare charities uh, this year. And I heard someone well, mention earlier on taxpayer support. Let's be clear about where the taxpayer's money comes from. It's a levy on off-course bookmakers. Paddy Power, Boyle Sports, Ladbrook, they pay a levy to the government, which then goes to support Irish horse racing. Well, there is government as subsidies, David, isn't there, through the industry? There's a levy paid by off-course bookmakers, Paddy Power, Boyle Sports, Ladbrook, they make money on horse racing. They two, they pay a 2% levy. This is not income tax payers' money. This is a levy paid by bookmakers. Let's be clear where the money comes from. Sorry. Well, that's like saying that a levy on cigarettes should go back to cigarette smokers or the industries that promote, that manufacture cigarettes. Or that, um, it, that's ridiculous. That goes, all goes into the pot for the good of the country. And last year they got 73 million, or this year they're getting 73 million euro. But can I just get back, can I just get back to what he said about how they are all retired and these horses? I've just called out the figures to him. What does he not understand? They're the actual figures. And can I just say about horses killed on race courses that die of broken backs, broken necks, um, heart attacks, burst blood vessels. And horses do die on race courses. Did you know that, David? Now, a thousand horses were killed at Irish race courses in the past decade. 107 last year. And that's according to the Department of Agriculture. Is that acceptable? I mean, people love the thrills and the spills. The spills. The spills are where horses fall heavily and are injured and then the green screen goes up and you know what's going to happen then. I suppose it comes down to, I suppose, for a feeling for people really, David, doesn't it? You know, you're you're either, you're a horse racing fan or you're not. Uh, you know, I don't know if there's like, people either agree with it or they don't agree with it. But I wonder about the um, the, uh, the the promotion or the decision by by college, uh, whatever University College Cork, and I've quite a number actually of other messages from uh, that have come into us here today from people saying that they would like if their university introduced something similar. Like there is the position that you could just not go to these race days. Nobody is going to make students go to them. Absolutely, and people have a choice to make. Um, I think we have very, very high standards of animal welfare in this country. However, for animal rights activists, and I interest in animal welfare, they're against the use of all animals in racing, farming, eating meat, entertainment. I've seen them outside Dublin Zoo protesting. So if this is the direction we want to go in, that's fine. This is the new normal. And we can destroy 28,000 jobs in Irish horse racing and uh, use these extreme statements that horses are mistreated and none of them are well looked after and everything that we've heard today. 
I, d- I didn't say they were, weren't well looked after. No, it was I part of the motion. You. It was part of the, the, the motion that has been put forward um, by, by University College Cork um, in, in terms of the, the wording of it. Jenna, just on that, if Jenna's still with us there from um, University of, of Galway, the Vegan Society, there's a lot of messages, yep. Gemma com- or Jenna, coming in, coming in from people today uh, making the point that it just seems like the Vegan Society are nearly anti-everything. No, I... Uh, we're not. It's just the word vegan is quite stigmatized. Um, I think everybody is animal lovers. <laughs> like we all love animals. We all have cats and dogs. But then I think it's that disconnect between well, what really happens to animals. We tend to, I don't know, categorize it or ignore it. Maybe not on purpose. But like as it was said about the the slaughtering of horses and well. Eating meat, <laughs> I, I view as it's just fundamentally wrong as viewing animals as sources of food. Well, especially in a developed country where we have the choice to eat whatever food we want. The, the, another text from a listener here who says, as a, as a UCC student, I'm so frustrated. A small minority of the student body signing a petition that brought about the uh, the motion. Um, the race day is, is done by every other college and it was decided by students who don't understand the culture of horse racing and how cared for the animals actually are. Darren says, and when horse racing is banned, uh, all the horses will be slaughtered because no one will want them, according to Darren. This listener says, in recent weeks, we've sold out student race days at Cork Racecourse. Uh, they were sold out in 22 minutes, says this listener. Oh, apologies. Sorry, this is actually a statement from, from Horse Race in Ireland that in recent weeks, we've sold out student race days at Cork Racecourse in 22 minutes and at Limerick Racecourse last week. Uh, over again, 10,000 third level students at Leopardstown yesterday. Oh, this is uh, the, the text related to this a little earlier. All enjoying the chance to socialise with friends, experience the thrill of live, live racing. The success of the days come off the back of similar days in, in other race courses, um, as well as the noticeable young attendances. In, in place. Cor- county Cork is one of the counties most associated with the heritage and horse racing Ireland would be more than happy to arrange a visit to a stable or a stud for students from UCC who want to see up close the wonderful care and attention that horses receive in a, in our world class industry. That's the statement from Horse Racing Ireland. Uh, Jenna, would you have any interest in going along then? Taking a Go horse on. race in Ireland up on that offer? Going to the races? Well, no. do you go along and to, to see your experience no, no, I've been, I used to How go horses before, are treated? No, I, before, I was, before I went vegan, before I became interested in the ethics of animals, I used to go as a, like a teenager. But now, no, I, I don't view animals as forms of entertainment. I, I love animals, so I feel my actions should align with my morals. Okay. I, I don't think it's fair. It's just, no. Um, you're just you're no. against or you don't agree with, with, with horse racing. No, that's 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 no, that's fair I enough. wouldn't I wouldn't like to be made a spectacle spectacle of running forced into running. I want to just mind my own business, so we're talking about whether students, um, colleges should or will ban pr- the promotion of horse racing days and it follows on from the decision by um, the students at University College Cork. We he- heard how that came about on the programme a little earlier. We've had a lot of reaction to this. Marie is with us on the line today. Marie, do you support this decision by UCC? Well, I, I believe in democracy. So if that's what they want to do, fine. But I do take issue with a few of the points that have been raised. I have three ex-racehorses and they're enjoying life. I look after them well and they are not surplus to 
requirements, like um, one of your callers indicated. Um, all mine are well looked after. And I actually am registered with Trio Elliot. I'm probably not saying it right. Its translation is another direction. It's a, um, it was established in 2020. It's a not-for-profit organization that retrains racehorses to a new life. So I'm not too sure what points you was making there, that the surplus to inqu- requirements. There's a lot of um, racehorses that have gone on to have perfectly fantastic lives, cross-country, dressage, show jumping. And I actually have three. I have one that's 23 now, and I got him in America. I brought him over with me from America, and he's doing fantastic now. I show jumped him. I've won in some big leagues with him. And I also have um, a 17-year-old that um, I was given by a trainer when he finished uh, racing. Okay. And... He's fantastic too. Like I would have thought through the likes of, and we've asked Horse Race in Ireland here on on the show today. Now I did mention yeah. their statement earlier, but like I would have thought through the the racing and um, the regulatory board, the the HRB, the Thoroughbred Welfare Council. Like I would have yeah. thought it was a strictly heavily governed. Um, in in terms of the animal welfare, because that's one of the the elements I think that has perhaps caused some of the um, a disgruntlement among listeners here today around the, the wording of this petition, that they argue that the horse racing industry knowingly and willingly partakes in the mistreatment and abuse of animals. Like how, how do you respond yeah. to that, Marie, as a, as can, a horse hmm. owner, race horse well, owner? Well, I can understand that point of view, but if you step it, like I know one of your, I think it was the lady from, uh, the student from Galway, she didn't want to have anything to do with seeing the national stud or going visit a trainer. I've actually visited Willie Mullins' stable, and I can tell you these horses are looked after fantastic. So Kerr is second to none. These lads and lasses that look after these horses only want the best for them. Phil, and Phil has got in touch as well here um, on, on by text and says there's a gambling addiction epidemic in this country. No student union should be promoting horse racing. So I say well done to UCC. This listener says I'm not a vegan but the student has a good point about the disconnection. I wonder if the races would still have the same attendance if they didn't put up these screens when they, uh, when they put down the horses, says this listener. Art is with us on the line. Art, what's your view on this? So thanks very much for having me on, Andrea. Um, I guess, I mean, I texted in just because as a former student of UCC, I see, I guess, what's after happening as more symptomatic of something that's been happening on the campus for the last few years. And it's largely just an encroachment on student life by the student union. Um, your previous speaker spoke about, about democracy and about this being a democratic decision. The difficulty with that is um, student union membership is, 138 euro for every UCC student. Um, there is no option to opt out, and largely the decisions are made by a very, very small cohort who are extremely ideological and at odds with the views right. of most students. And I think so. You point, don't think I, that I, a lot of the students, uh, whether they're in the council or not, or like even knew about this motion or voted for it or whatever, you you think a lot of them maybe wouldn't support it. 
Absolutely. And of course, this, it's not by any means to, to sort of un- undermine or remove the value of the volunteers in UCC who do go to these things. But it's been my experience that the decisions that are made at this level are completely at odds with what most ordinary students um, think and what they do when they go about their ordinary lives. I mean, as I say, this decision by, um, I guess, being pushed by the Vegan Society um, is similar to something that happened a few years ago where there was an attempt to ban the sale of meat full stop on campus. And I think it's still the case that on Mondays you can't buy meat um, We've talked in about, UPC, we talked about, yeah, about, about, about that before or something to do with a, a similar policy for sure. This texter says, don't open the bars at the race course on Students' Day, um, on the student race day or the totes. Funny, the, the drinking or alcohol element actually hasn't been, been mentioned yet at all in, in all of this, but just by that texter. Another listener says, what percentage of the total student body participated in the vote, asks Sean. And indeed, the other motions these student bodies put forward... Um, um, because I think that is really crucial to know, so Sean. Well, we, we did hear from, uh, was it Aideen was with us earlier from UCC and, and explained that to us as well. Richard is on the line. Richard, do you agree with the UCC decision here? I, I, I don't, Andrea. And just in support of Art's point there, it's not a UCC decision. It's a small cohort of fundamentalists in UCC who, frankly, are, are, are pushing their own viewpoint across. And as you ask, ask the previous um, member from the Vegan Society, would they have any intention of going to see a yard. They're not interested in the, the other viewpoint. They're just interested in pushing their own across point across. And I suppose it's not a UCC decision. It was said earlier on the call it was a great great news for Cork. I'd say it was great news for who you speak to in Cork. In actual fact, I'd say it was great news for who you speak to in UCC. And that's a very, very small minority. Um, like One of the comments there, I think, was Aideen or Jenna made earlier, that animals shouldn't be used for entertainment. And, you know, there's widespread cruelty of, of animals in, in the horse racing industry. I mean, those are totally unfounded comments. And I think it's part of a wider societal issue, a kind of a cancelled culture uh, pushed by ideological people that hide behind a computer and laptop, to be honest. And I mean, if that's the logic, let's cancel Santa Claus for fear of, fear of cruelty to reindeer. Like, you know, I mean, where where does it kind of end? Um, and just, I suppose, um, to kind of cap it all off, I guess, uh, I had a quick look before I came on the call, um, your producer contacted mm. me. And I mean, the Vegan Society in UCC has 600 likes. Um, the UCC Racing Society is over 2,500 likes on Facebook. Um, Leopardstown sold out yesterday. Tremor is going to sell out in a couple of weeks' time, full of WIT students. Um, Mallow Racecourse sold out with a nation in 22 minutes, as is well documented. And also Limerick Racecourse a number of weeks ago sold out. But combined between those four race courses, over fifty thousand people attended the race courses. But I, but uh, you could probably argue, Richard. Though I mean, like, let's be honest, a lot of people go and might have absolutely no interest whatsoever in the horse race and probably don't even watch it. It's a day out. It's absolutely a day out, and it's a huge integral part of rural Ireland um, in terms of casual work, uh, direct indirect labour employed there, uh, elderly men breeding horses, elderly families breed, farmers breeding horses. It's a huge part of our culture. It's a big um, industry. Uh, let's let's bring in Lou as well, Richard. Uh, stay on the line, though, if you don't mind, because I, d- I just want to get a couple of different voices on this. Lou, what's your thoughts? Are you in favour of this? Um, well, yes, I am. Coming from it, not from a student point of view, but um, I'm actually, I trained um, and studied as a veterinary nurse, um, but I have also been vegan for maybe the last 10 years or so. Um, and I can say from first-hand experience that um, the horse racing industry um, in general is at odds with animal rights. Um, so I just want to make the point that... Way? 
Um, yeah, so I, I think a lot of people see animal welfare, um, uh, which is kind of the, the human spins we put on things. So we're seeing it from a point of view of how these animals are treated. You know, they're treated kindly. They mightn't be kind of beaten or, you know, traditional things that you'd see as kind of animal abuse. But if you're looking at it from a point of view that animals are, you know, sentient beings that have feelings, um, like I can tell you um, as part of my college um, education, I had to go uh, do a tour of the Irish National Stud um, and they went through the processes of how even horses are bred. Um, like, you know, that that is not... It, it, basically, the things you do, if you were to apply them to humans, it would not be considered in any way okay. Um, and I think that's that's the kind of the difference. Um, and I know a lot of people are probably going to think, oh my God, they're horses, they're not humans. But mm. the the thing is that it's it's not okay to treat other beings like this. Like, um, you know, the, the artificial insemination um, with, with thoroughbred horses, I think there's, there's a thing there where they have the, the front, um, where the, the mares have their feet, their front feet are down lower um, in the ground so that they are able to be um, basically mounted um, to be bred a lot easier. Um, so, and so, you know, they have to put things on them and then to protect them in case they're bitten and stuff from the the um, the male horse. And, you know, it, it's just, um, it's not right um, from a kind of a moral perspective. Okay. Um, and you're a veterinary so, nurse, is that what you... Um, so I, I'm not anymore, but um, yeah, I, I did. I trained and I was registered with the VCI for many years as well. Um, and it's just... Okay, so it's the debate really around whether, I suppose it comes back to whether people support... Um, whether you, you, you support horse racing or greyhound exactly. racing or whatever. We, did, we had that conversation here in the show uh, last week over the, the future of the industry. But I suppose that is a very different discussion, though, to yes. how well animals are looked after and animal welfare. Like, yes. they're, they're, they're mm-hmm. different discussions. Um, yes. Some of the, uh, went to the races in Bellewstown last year, says this listener. I witnessed a beautiful racehorse break its leg during a race. It happened right in front of us. It was heartbreaking. The horse was put down within five minutes. I'll never go to the races again, says this listener. I found it traumatising. Uh, another texter says, where does the vegan agenda stop? I respect what they're saying, but they won't stop until we're all grazing in fields ourselves. The horses cease to exist, by the way. The second race, the Second horse, uh, second horse racing is banned, says this texter. Um, how many uh, many people in Irish horse racing donate to the colleges, says another listener. Um, another point been made by one of the texters too. One of your speakers said that we're all animal, that we are all animals as an argument against horse racing and doesn't want to see horse racing as a form of entertainment. So uh, I wonder, do they watch rugby games or any other sport by way of a form of entertainment if we're all animals. Confused listeners, says this texter here. Keep them coming into us. 87 106 is the number. Other texts coming in too from people wondering about surely the betting and gambling aspect of this debate uh, is more important, suggests some of the listeners here too. We'll come back to this maybe a little bit later in the show. Uh, thank you though to Richard, Art, Lou and uh, Marie there for getting in contact with us. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.